Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm CB Drogi. This week, Hell to Pay by Mark Johnson. A balding man looked at his shirtless body in the mirror. He grasped his love handles and thought, Well, I can pinch an inch, but I still look pretty good for fifty. Maybe if I grew a mustache. Come on, dear, Carl's wife called out. We'll be late if you don't get dressed now. Coming. Carl quickly put on his shirt. His wife had decided that he needed new shoes. They're not so bad, he thought. Regardless, she described his work shoes as hideous and worn out, so they went for replacements. When they had finally selected the shoes that suited him, he reached for his wallet and discovered an empty pocket. Ah, oh, crap. Carl, what's the matter? My wallet's gone. Are you sure you had it with you? Yes, Lucy, it must have fallen out of my pocket while I was trying on shoes. The two searched the store, and then started to trace their steps back out of the store and toward the car. Here it is, Lucy said. She plucked the wallet from atop a trash can in the parking lot. She opened it and immediately saw that Carl's driver's license, cash, and some credit cards were missing. That's when they realized his wallet had been stolen rather than misplaced. Then the aggravation began. Carl had to contact the credit card issuers, get his license replaced, notify the police and credit bureaus, and replace his identification from work. All in all, it was a nightmare that could have been worse, but was still a pain after several months. A year later, Carl and Lucy thought they were finally free of it and life had gone back to some semblance of normalcy. Carl was going to bed since Lucy was already asleep, and there was a sudden puff of smoke and flash in the room. Standing before Carl was a handsome man with sharp features, reddish skin, a goatee, and tiny horns, wearing a beautifully tailored Italian pinstripe suit. Yes, standing before Carl in all his glory was Lucifer himself, the great Satan. Good evening, Carl. Have you been expecting me? His voice was beautifully melodious, but still chilled the man to the marrow. Uh, not exactly. Can I help you with something? He felt his heart pounding. Satan laughed. It hit like the sound of a cat being dragged across a blackboard, all of its claws trying to dig in. Carl's stomach started churning. It is time. Time for what? Carl started shaking. He could feel his ice-cold sweat soaking his clothes. He laughed again. Playing dumb does not become you, my friend. Time for you to go, as per the terms of our contract. Contract? What contract? He stopped smiling. This contract, he said, flourishing a scroll. Signed by you in the presence of one of my demons. Signing away your soul in exchange for a year of wealth. Foolish mortal. Did you think you could get out of it? Carl swallowed hard, or would have, if his mouth had not been so dry. I never signed that. Haven't you checked the credit bureau records? My identity was stolen uh, about a year ago, by coincidence. Carl quickly began to rummage through the papers on his desk and found a letter issued by the state attorney general. Uh, see? He handed it to Lucifer. 
Satan began reading, To whom it may concern, this is to certify that Carl Thomas, blah, 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 has been the victim of identity theft, blah, blah, blah. He stared at the letter, then handed it back to Carl. He screamed a name that sounded something like, Bildrat! A small puff of smoke appeared with more of a sparkle than a flash of light, revealing a fat little demon, red skin, fat body, wings, horns, and forked tail. It would have stood about a foot and a half tall if it had stood, instead of floating with the aid of tiny wings. It looked like the negative of a cherub. Hi, boss, it squeaked. Satan pointed at Carl, then stammered through clenched teeth. Is that Carl Thomas? Who? Carl Thomas, the man who sold you his soul a year ago today. He squinted at Carl, who suddenly felt faint, knowing that his eternal soul was in the hands of this little demon. The fat little creature shook his head. No, boss, you must have the wrong house. I bought the soul of some real skinny guy with bad hair. Lucifer stared at the demon, turned and looked at Carl, then turned back to the creature. He pointed a finger at it, and it disappeared in a flash. Then he turned his attention to the human. He cleared his throat and started to talk in a most pleasant voice. So sorry for the disturbance, Mr. Thomas. The theft of your identity has put me in a rather awkward position. He paused, then asked, This may be a somewhat unusual request, but would you mind terribly going to hell for a while? Just until I find the person who actually signed this. Have to keep up my quota, you know. Thank you, but... No, I'd prefer to stay here. Oh, well, it never hurts to ask, right? With that, he disappeared in another puff of smoke. Lucy roused up. Do I smell sulfur? Carl took dry pajamas from the chest of drawers, then dropped heavily on the bed, his knees no longer able to support him. It's nothing, dear, he managed to say. Just some kids shooting some fireworks outside. She drowsily murmured, If our mayor catches them, there'll be hell to pay. Ah, yes, Carl told her as she drifted off, more to himself than to her. A perfect choice of words. I'm sure there'll be hell to pay. This has been Hell to Pay, written by Mark Johnson. Manowaker Studios' Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios' director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Flash Fiction Podcast, we knew his dark mind suspected us of indecencies, and his blind eye looked through the veneer of our innocuous game. 
It made us feel smutty, and we moved off each other, guilty and shamefaced. <laughs>